0: Oh, hello and welcome to Scan Talk by GS1 Ireland the stories, the people, and the standards transforming our daily lives. My name is Fanula Malone, Digital Marketing Manager at GS1 Ireland. And today on the programme, I'm joined by Trudy Power, who is owner and CEO of Trudy's Kitchen. And she is also the new chairperson of the Wexford Food Family. So welcome to the show, Trudy.
1: Thanks, Fanula, for having us and inviting us.
0: You're very welcome, um, and thanks for being here. Um, so why don't you start by telling me just a little bit about Trudy's Kitchen and about how you got started in the food industry?
1: Okay, well, our story is a very simple story. Um, we were married young, Michael and I. I was 21 when I got married, and three years later, we had our daughter, Shauna, so followed rapidly by Richard and Siobhan. So I was working as a shop assistant, and Michael was a craft butcher for Super Value. And Hmm. we loved entertaining family and friends at home because those times, uh, you know, you didn't have an awful lot of money and there wasn't this going out for big meals and that. So you could do lovely meals at home. So Hmm. everyone seemed to like to come to my house because we got good food. You know, it wasn't expensive food, but we we did lovely things with it. You can make a lot with a pound of minced meat in those days. Yeah. Yeah. So I was a shop assistant and with three small children and my passion for entertaining and for cooking for family and friends led me to cooking for their family and friends, which in turn led me to cooking for other family and friends, people I didn't even know. So that's how the business arose. And yeah, we built onto the back of the house with the help and funding from Leader. And uh, we were only there for a year and a half when we had to move to an industrial unit as the business grew rapidly in those early years. And um, from catering and outdoor events, we started to specialise for retail so, the homemade coleslaw, potato salads, pasta salads, uh, assorted sandwiches, lunch salad bowls. So, our first customers were the shop that Michael used to be butchering, which was Super Value Bikini Ross, and the mm. Carty Group owned it. And they were very supportive of Michael and I in uh, supporting our product in store, uh, adding it to the rest of their stores in Waterford, the Hypern, uh, Lockboy, and Kilkenny. And they gave us great advice at that time. And one of the advices was to have all your systems in order. Um, HACCP wasn't in an awful long time at that stage. I like guess mm. 21 years this year and, okay. uh, since we started the business. So I went off and I did my courses in HACCP and we joined the EIQA and we became National Hygiene Award winners for a number of years in food processing.
0: And Trudy, what made you decide to make that change from catering to moving into retail or diversifying into retail as well?
1: Um, I think the food trend had changed at that stage like this mm. years ago. So people that would normally have bought the lunches to work were now had an income that they were able to say, right, we can buy a ready-made sandwich or we can buy uh, a salad bowl for our lunch. And New Ross has a lot of um, services in the town where the be girls, beauticians and in the offices, they were treating themselves not only to lunch out in one of the restaurants, but to buying their lunch in the supermarket and Mm. that's where we found that our business grew and our product range grew then over the time uh, developing ranges for celiac and gluten-free and um, vegetarian options as well so we kind of go with what the trend is at the moment and we're now looking at plant-based foods because there's a lot of people now that are opting out of having meat with each meal or meat-free days yeah for sure our business has changed and evolved over the twenty-one years, and but we've kept our core business, which is what everyone loves, which is your cold, soft, taste salad, pasta salad. Like no matter what you have to eat, a spoon of cold salt goes nice with it. And for your barbecues and for buffets, that type of a thing. So, our uh, brand is very strong in our area.
0: And how have you found the last year since the onset of the pandemic? Obviously, there hasn't been as many sort of catering events going on.
1: No. So you've probably
0: been glad to have the retail side of things going.
1: We lost 40% of our business overnight uh, when COVID started. But we also lost uh, four of our team uh, to COVID in relation to the fact that we had to go into uh, cocooning. So the the cocooners went off to do their own thing for the 14 or 15 weeks and the rest of the team then just went along with it and at the same time retail was getting very um, busy and our products were just selling completely off the shelves because people were not only having egg minced egg and onion and egg mayonnaise on toast for their breakfast with some crispy bacon but they were having an egg salad sandwich for lunch or then in the evening they might have a baked potato with coleslaw and our tuna salad so our products were a great go to in the fridge when people found themselves at home for breakfast, lunch and supper so that they could spread out their day and have their normal food when they normally had it. But they had to add in these additional meals in their houses and then you had additional uh, meals when children were home from school. And so there was a lot more focus on the shopping bills each week because the shopping bills grew in everyone's house because they were at home and they were eating more at home and um, mm. not being out and able to purchase lunches out and that. So. We rapidly gained back our business um, up to more or less, less than 10% of what we'd normally be trading at. So as our group came back into work, as the COVID progressed on and all of our systems were in place, uh, we're a lockdown facility anyhow, and we would have had all the measures in place as our normal procedures. So Mm. we were not hit with a a big uh, bill in relation to what the supermarkets were with the perspexes and all that. We have our PPE with all our disposables. We would have had our hand-wash facilities gone off every 90 minutes anyhow in clean downs. So we took mm. them down to one hour and all of our staff and all of our staff's families have all stayed safe. And my team are very valuable to us. They're our greatest asset. And we all decided that we're going to have two families, our work family and our home family. And we haven't um, gone away from that at all. And everyone has stayed well and safe. And very happy to be in work. It's a great distraction to come in. It's a very family-based business as Michael and I are in it. Our son Richard's in it. Our daughter, who's doing her masters, uh, works uh, on the weekends. And we have my nephew, and like so we are a family business. My sister, my sister-in-law is working with us as well. And she was with me from day one. So the two of us rocked in on September the first, two thousand. And Mary's with us and she's in a manager's position there and that takes the pressure from me and I'm able to work more now on uh, promoting the business. And I was elected as chairperson of the Wexford Food Family there in December. So I'm giving a lot out um, of my time and energy to the Wexford Food Family. It's a brilliant organisation and the best food in Ireland is produced in Wexford and we have a membership of over 45 members. Um, going from micro to the big um, Irish country meets, you know, to the big employers, the big exporters and everything in between. And we work together um, to better each other's business and to create awareness in amongst Ireland and internationally that Wexford is not only there for tourism, but it's also there for food. So when food <laughs> patients come this year, they'll all get great food in, in Wexford. <laughs>
0: And how did you originally start with the Wexford Food Family, Treaty?
1: Well, I can thank my good friend in Cologne, Pauline Dunn for that. Um, so Pauline introduced me um, and asked me to become a member. So I became a member first and attended all the network and meetings for the members, um, mm. a really good group and a, a great group for anyone starting a business. Anyone starting out should be part of a family, like we're the Wexford Food Family, and a family means that you help each other. It's like older brothers and sisters helping the younger children. But with us, it's the people who have the knowledge of food safety, of training, of how to get into retail and everything. Right down to the barcoding, like with yourselves. Like GS1, I've been with them from the first year I was in business as I had to have barcodes on all my products. And yeah. it was very scary to begin with. And I didn't understand it. And it was true talking and the mentorship of the GS1 team that they told me that you have your barcode, you have your digits, and then you put your first product as zero one zero two, and that's how you mark them out. And this was going great, and I had done that. And then I was like, after forgetting about six months, and then I went back to launch a new product. Where does I start? What numbers I start or finish off on? So you know, if you keep your diary, you keep your numbers, you start at one, and you go up to your progress them up through the whole time, and. Um, and then they told me that it went go in on the website now and that uh, it has a calculator on it as well for you. So like simple things like that that are stressful, mm-hmm. start at them. But once they're explained by somebody who knows how to do them and uh, you're encouraged them how to keep your records of them, so that when you go back and launch a new product, say six months later, a year later, that you know where you finished off and where you started and how to go about it. Um,
0: and- Before you got your barcodes on your products, Trudy, did you have any idea of how to go about that or did you have any knowledge about GS1?
1: No, I didn't. And um, that's like this is 21 years ago when I started off with um, barcoding. And it was one of the requirements for to get into supermarkets, to get into retail, to have your correct barcodes on it, your ingredient list. Um, At that time, you didn't need nutritional or you didn't have your allergen. the EU 1169 and um, 2014 that came in then there. So labels have been developing over the 21 years. So when I look back at the label that I started off with, which literally had the company name, the name of the product and a use by date, and then how it progressed with adding onto the barcodes. And like we print a lot of our labels in-house now, and we have our barcodes being printed for each product in-house on our yeah. samples, on our ready to go range because they're ever evolving and changing and um, so I have a little scanner that's a little hand scanner I think it only costs forty fifty euros and I'm able to check and make sure that my product is scanning on everything that I send out so we do random scan checks to make sure the printer head hasn't gone on the printer because if the printer head is going it doesn't pick up the barcode uh, integrity as well so then we're able to see that um, if it's not scanning they're not going to be happy in the petrol station next door where they buy a lot of sandwiches if they have to key in the codes and the prices so if and as well as that, if we are not scanning correctly in some of our shops, where are EPOC sales. So that means we only get paid for goes through the checkout, and if they can't of course. scan our product through the checkout, they just put it in as an open item, which won't be tagged back to our account, and therefore okay. we paid for. It. So your barcoding is a really important part of your brand, and to check it and verify it. And like we would do a monthly scan check in all our retailers where we take our product from the shelf and we go up and we double check that our scanning is being seen clearly and there's no issues that they're having to push it through twice or three times just to get the scanner to read our barcode. So mm. other than the, the quality of your product, I think the quality of your barcode is, is as important and um, to get paid and to get the recognition in relation to um, your name on the till receipt as well, so the people can see that they're buying a local product as well, and it's under the Irish banner. And once the barcode is working right, all that data goes to your your um, till receipt.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It's so important to have correct product data, and as you said, that's kind of an ever ever evolving with more and more detail required. You know, you, you talked about having to put allergens and nutritional information, that type of thing. Um, what advice would you give to maybe a new food producer that wants to get into retail, wants to get um, listed in their in their local retailers? Where would you start?
1: Well, I can say that um, the super values have been very good, and Food Academy with Super Value and through your local enterprise offices. And um, you've probably been linked in with your enterprise office anyhow. Would you start your own business course and? they will then pass you over to the likes of the Food Academy and um, the likes of Grow Aldi and places that are got supports there for new products to come on board. But in every province, there is the likes of... We have the Wexford Food Family. I know Kilkenny has something and all the other provinces throughout Ireland. I think definitely reach out to um, other producers. They're only too glad to share their story and... Like, if anyone ever approaches me, I give given my heart and soul in, in what I have and the little things to jump over hurdles quicker and to get around things and, you know, give advice in relation to HACCP and legislation in relation to the cooking and the chilling and, like, to be part of a family, like, to be part of the Western Food family, we have a WhatsApp group. And if anyone has a problem or an issue at 8 o'clock in the morning, that issue has advice back within a couple of minutes of, names of people that can come and do a breakdown for a service of refrigeration or help out. No, that's brilliant. Bring in a delivery somewhere for them or can you pick up this in another town for them? And, you know, I, I definitely think that the the best food and the best families are with your network and to link in with them and to engage with them and be part of a, uh, an organisation and to contribute to it. Because I feel that, If it's a two way street with communication and the advice has been given on both ways. And I think people do feel um, a sense of achievement when they've helped somebody else out, especially if they had an awful time doing it themselves in the first place. Um, When you're able to give it out and simplify it for somebody, there is a, a sense of pride in what you've done and that you've helped out somebody else in that day
0: that sounds absolutely brilliant and i'm sure for you know newer producer that would be a godsend to to have somebody on the end of the phone who can help you out with things like that
1: exactly and like then you have your board Bia as well board Bia is um just got so much information and data collected in relation to food and to food production and sustainability that you know reach out these people want to engage with you i know People are all working from home, but I think um once somebody gets the call or help and assistance that it brightens their day as well and they're able to go and get you the supports that you need and put you on to the next person then that's going to be able to take all their data and give it to you. Because like even like with GS one and um Maria had spoken at our uh network and meeting there for February like our members benefited greatly in relation to the insight and the data that she conveyed to us that day and Mm. simplified an awful lot of um, areas that people had questions about and you know with barcoding and you're going now into an awful lot with online sales and like selling and retail has changed in the last year and people have had to adapt and sell online and you know be able to track their products through that wholesale system and you know the advice that we got that day from maria was very good and the members died.
0: and just to clarify for our listeners that's maria from uh, gs1 ireland director of marketing who spoke at uh, the wexford food family meeting there last week and um, just in relation to um online you mentioned there is that a move that you've made trudy into selling online or is that something that you're interested in doing
1: our product is a fresh product, no less. So we'd have a short shelf life on it all mm-hmm. three days on them, and your salads have 10 days, and some have only got six, depending on their makeup. And we would have a lot of people engaging with us for communions and confirmations, where they would place their order with us online, and then they collect from the door the morning of the communion confirmation. But, like, all that business is, it was all shelved, and communions were bought back down. Of course, yeah. And, and made godparents, like... Um, all of that area where they could not have family gatherings throughout the year was brought back down to a manageable amount. So we would have had a smaller um, sales in relation to it, but at least we were still able to advise on the quantities that they'd need for their six or 10 people gathering. And uh, a lot of mummies and daddies were delighted when we advised them, that no, you didn't need what you had on the order sheet because we know the quantities needed for, um, for events and, link it in with whatever they're having with it it could be lasagna or a curry or whatever that they're making themselves and then they get salads from us so we advise on the quantity they needed and they were delighted then when they didn't
0: have to, didn't get, have to get as much uh, <laughs> and behind themselves we going home here take
1: some we'll just get rid of it bag. so yeah
0: um, and Trudy, another question I have for you is you mentioned there that Trudy's Kitchen is a family affair and we do have other members in GS1 Ireland who who, their businesses are are family businesses. How do you cope with working all day long with your family and then living all day long with your family at home when you get home?
1: (laughs) So we celebrated 30 years being married there last year, so look at
0: oh, congratulations!
1: Uh, we work together, we live together. Is it, it, at times it, it is because I do all of the in-house operations and the HACCP and the auditing and that that area. And Richard looks after all of the accounts packages with Carmel, who is a great assistant to him in the office, as well as doing deliveries and sales. And Mike's in charge of all of the vans. We have four refrigerated vans and drivers and routes and standing orders. So Mike looks after all that. So at times I could be sitting there relaxing the evening and then Michael and Richard come in and the two of them are on at uh, this customer, that customer, did you do this? And I'm like, okay, lads, bring it out of the room. You know? But look, <laughs> and most of the time it's just great to have the support because when you are worried about an area in your business, you know, you have the the two men at home that will say, right, okay, don't be worrying about that. Now that's going to be grand. You know, we're a support system for each other as well. Yeah. It, absolutely. Is doing her master's in Cork which is now upstairs in the spare room upstairs so she's not getting to Cork this year to do her
0: uh, oh that's a shame yeah, I'm
1: sure. so she's helping me with my origin green here we achieved origin green last year so we were delighted with that so brilliant congratulations yeah, that that was three years in the making started parted started parted so when COVID hit, I said, I'm getting my Origin Green. And we started into it and we used a uh, consultant, Siobhan Frain from Vigilance. And um, she was very good. She she was able to take all of the systems that I had that I thought were just simple systems that were quirky to me. But I was actually implementing Origin Green without knowing it. And she was able to transfer that then into graphs and um, into aims of the business. So we worked with her and uh, she got across the line and um a very good uh very good system to have with her so she's going to get across the line this year again and we'll give her all the data and we'll implement the changes that we've made so
0: i'd have brilliant congratulations and it's an area that we're hearing more and more about um from consumers and from members that they, you know, are are looking to make their businesses more sustainable, more environmentally friendly, more green. And it's becoming more and more important for consumers as well. It is.
1: And like the whole thing is that all these businesses are about 80, 85 percent in their normal system doing it. Mm. Or it and tracking it and graphing it and um, simple things like our water, our water consumption. Uh, We changed from buckets and mops to a floor cleaner. So we have um, only one fifth of the water consumption here now. Um, Simple little things, the LED light bulbs, we had 38 candle light bulbs in the premises and we changed them to LED. So that's taken us um, to less than half of our electrical requirement for the buildings now. So there was little things that we were able to subtly change. That made a big difference and it was to understand how to go about reporting it back for the application form is where I got stuck I was good at saying this is what we do and how we do it so Siobhan took all the data and she did her magic on it and um, got it all ready and she presented it for us as well and yeah so we got it and we're very proud of it and we're not going to lose it.
0: That's super well done you. And um, just going back then to the Wexford Food Family, Trudy, if somebody, you know, listening would like to join the Wexford Food Family, might be starting out um, on their journey. How can people go about joining? Well, they can contact any member.
1: Um, We have Sarah Dorn, who's our administrator, and she's, um, she's a real beacon for us. She is the light of the Food Family and she keeps us all together and communicates with us and is really dedicated to what she's doing for the Wexford Food Family. So Sarah would give out the newcomer's pack and the invitation to join. And once you're producing food in the county, um, you can become a member. Um, so we have, like, look at the website and you see the list of people. We have 45 members now at the moment and another two or three starting up this week. So we're getting their packs out to them and getting them ready. Um, Connecting on LinkedIn, Facebook, um, Instagram all of the things, pick up the phone, give us a phone call and contact me. They could contact John Walsh who is our treasurer and any of the board members as listed on the website. But look, the whole thing is to make contact with us and then we will welcome them in and, you know.
0: And that's just wexfordfoodfamily.com. If anyone wants to take a look at that and might be interested in, in joining. Um, I know as well that you mentioned there you have the you know, all the different uh, social channels. And Trudy, if somebody wants to get in touch with you and, you know, order sandwiches, salads, or wants to find out more about Trudy's Kitchen, how can they get in touch with you? Same way. We have our Facebook with our website. We have our phones.
1: Um, phones are manned all day. We start early. You can ring us from four o'clock on a Monday morning. Wow. wow. <laughs> We're to two each day. So when people think they're closed early, well, they've been up early. We're like the birds. So... We like, we like to get up, get it made fresh, get it out on our vans and get it into the shops with the uh, maximum shelf life on the product. So that's the only thing about this business. I should have picked a business with a longer shelf life. So we're constantly, we make fresh every day for what we need going out and we don't hold stock. And, um, our cold rooms are very simple to manage. We fill it up on one side and then by the end of the day, that side's empty and the, it's all in crates going out to our, our,
0: our retail. End. So- People yeah. know it's really fresh and yeah, yeah. delicious, I'm sure.
1: Our team come in and they start each day with their opening checks, then they go into their planned production. We get in all of our orders and then we do our shortage list. The shortage list is done. They have their break, they have their clean downs, and then everyone heads on home knowing that the best life of the product is in the person's fridge or in their tummies. That's the way we have. We don't
0: build stock there at all. That's that's brilliant. And just to, you know, for anyone looking you up, it's T-R-U-D-I-E-S yes. kitchen, Trudy's kitchen. And you can find Trudy's kitchen on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter and on LinkedIn. Um, it was lovely talking to you today, Trudy.
1: The Same to you, Lola. Thanks very much.
0: And is there anything else you, you wanted to mention before we we let you go? Well, that everyone has a
1: a good Pancake Tuesday today and leading into uh, Lent. And just to use all the Wexford Food Family products tomorrow that are not the meat, you have the lovely fish products and great potatoes to make homemade chips. And, you know, just look look at the Wexford Food Family and see what support you can give to local businesses. And no matter where you are in Ireland, just consider when you're purchasing in the supermarkets that you are supporting local. Because uh, local businesses means support the economy, and if your economy is supported in your area, that means your whole area then has more of an economic advantage. And just by buying local, so
0: that's all. Hundred percent important message to get out there. Thank you so much for joining us today, Trudy. Thank you very much, Vanula Take care. Okay. Bye. 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 Thanks to our contributor today to Trudy Power of Trudy's Kitchen and the Wexford Food Family. Today's episode of Scan Talk by GS1 Ireland was presented and produced by me, Fenil Malone. Talk to you next time.